Hey everyone, welcome back to Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romanticy with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This will be our 104th episode, 104. Um, today we're going to do chapters 25 and 26 of A Court of Silver Flames. Uh, you know the drill. You know, we're the same people. We curse, we spoil things. We talk about whatever the fuck we want. Uh, we rant, we rave. You know, we fangirl. Probably a little uh, ranting towards the end of the chapters today. Uh, especially for Mads, we, we had to cut. We had to give her a specific scene um, because one, it is hot until it's not. Until it's not. Um, but before we jump into the chapters for today, uh, a recap of last week. Um, if you remember, Cassian, um, after he returned the favor to Nesta, and we were all like, mm-hmm, "Okay, okay," uh, he needed distracted. Um, because he was about to lose his mind, basically. Um, his, his idea of a distraction was sparring with Az, um, you know, without a shirt on. Uh, Nesta gets to watch the two spar, and we're all jealous of that. Um, she, uh, you know, has a, has a little bit of a daydream that we don't get any details on. I'll never forgive. Which, I'll never I forgive the editors. I, I guarantee you that was the scene that they cut, too, which is so sad. Fucking rude. Um, and then, you know, Nesta, uh, <clears throat> talks to uh, Gwen to get more info on the Dread Trove, and then she also kind of mentions the training again, you know, kind of pushing, subtly pushing Gwen here. Um, and then Nesta's like, wait, hmm, okay, I've got to figure out a way to get these priestesses, you know, sign up for training. So she stages, I wouldn't call it an intervention because that's not the right term. She stages yeah. a little show, a little show yes. uh, that Cassian unwillingly plays a big part in. Um, and then he's really proud of her. It works. Well, I mean, it's sort of like it works, but it's a level of success, I guess, because uh, Gwen signs up. Not that anybody else signs up yet, but Gwen signed up for training. So that was a big win. And then that's uh, that's where we are is we saw Gwen's name on the, uh, the sign up sheet. So. Chapter 25 starts, um, it's Gwen's first day of training, supposedly, we'll see. And Cassian and Nesta are bickering back and forth, because it's almost nine, and they're deciding who is making the other nervous, because, like, Nesta's pacing, Cassian's starting to fidget, and then, like, they're both like, well, you're doing that, you're making me nervous with your nervousness, and it's like, mm, I think you're both kind of nervous. I can tell you when people pace, that stresses me out. Like... I get more I get more nervous and more stressed out when people start pacing than anything else. Yeah, like if you if if I'm already somewhat nervous and then the person with me is like exuding nervousness, uh, it's mm-hmm. not we're we're gonna nope, it doesn't spiral. Help. We're gonna spiral. Um, so they're waiting, they're waiting, and finally Gwen appears. Um, and I have to admit, like the one thing about Gwen is I'm so jealous of her hair. In the sunlight, the color of her hair was extraordinary. Strands of gold glinting in her teal eyes were a near-perfect match to the stones the other priestesses wore. So pretty. Um, she steps out. She gets into the center of the ring. Guys, She, she's, like, shaking. She's looking around. She's mesmerized by the sky. It's the first time she's been outside, like, truly outside in years. Years. Let that sink in. That's, just, that's insane. Cassian's perfect. He knows not to push right now. So he just like, you know, casually goes over the weapons and is like, oh, I'm going to, you know, fix the weapons. I'm going to rearrange. You do your thing. Um, And that's when uh, Gwen looks at Nesta and she's like, um, 
I may be dressed inappropriately, basically. Uh, she's still in her heavy robes, like the priestess robes. Like which that I to her. Yeah, yeah. And I mean Cassian is like, he doesn't look over. He just is like, you know, I, I can teach you if the robes, like, it's fine. I want you to be he's like, just be comfortable. And she's just like, we'll see. Like, we'll see how I do today. If not, like I can like, you know, put on different clothes. Because we find out, which I thought was interesting, is like the robes aren't um a rule. They don't have to wear the robes, but it's like traditional. Which is nice, I guess, because I always I up until that point I assumed they had to wear the robes, right? Like just seemed I don't know. Um, and so Nessa's like, oh yeah, that works, that works. She's literally, Nessa's like terrified that any type of like negativity or what she calls a sour remark would like make Gwen just basically leave and be like, nah, we're done here. And so Cassian's like, all right, no more chit chat. Ness, show your new friend. Gwen, is it? I'm Cassian. Ness, show, show your feet. And Gwen's like, feet? And Ness just rolls her eyes. She's like, you'll see. So it turns out. And I, you read this and like, I, Nesta's not necessarily like bitter, but she's maybe just a tinge jealous. Gwen gets it much quicker than Nesta did, right? She's like, oh, okay. Grounding through her feet. Great. She didn't have any issues dropping her weight in her hips. Cause remember Nesta had always like favored the one hip, like she dropped her weight into it. And Nesta's like, even with the robes, it's very clear that Gwen is like lean, strong, and she's like graceful, right? But like, she's also been a fae her entire life and Nessa yeah. kind of acknowledges that to herself but like I imagine that like learning to be high fae is like a like a um a fawn like a baby deer you know or like a baby giraffe where like you're so cute and like got these long legs you love them but you don't know how to use them right yeah that's what that's what I imagine yes story of um, my life <laughs> Just a baby giraffe, just boop, 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 boop. <laughs> But really? Well, I mean, you did almost literally break your ankle in half a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. Oh, man, that was Such bad. a dumbass. You I... gotta think, though. Okay, so, like, when you think of, like, working out, though, you gotta think that, like, working out in robes is gonna, like, almost, like, enhance your workout experience, as in you're gonna sweat a lot. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like, it's like, like the wrestlers that do the garbage bags to, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, like, think of what they're doing with the stretching and the balancing and stuff. If you have big robes, that's gonna, like, fuck up your back. Like, she's still doing it with robes on, because, like, that would, like, fuck I up I feel your like that's almost a another level of, like, intensity, though. Mm-hmm. I agree. I We're just so. starting off with it right for the bat. You're just doing, you're just working out in a sauna. That's okay. <laughs> no. Oh, God, like hot yoga. Oh, no. Dude, I literally, I did hot yoga once and I almost passed out. And I was yep. like, nope, I did never doing that. I, I literally was like, if I, if this is how I go, I'm going to be so <laughs> upset. I know. I, 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 I was planning my funeral plans. Like, it was bad. I, I, I like literally saw like black spots at one point. I was like, yep. nope, we're done. <laughs> yup. So, um, turns out like, after the first little hesitation, Gwen is, like, unnatural. She's super upbeat about it. She's laughing at her mistakes. She's, like, taking, like, constructive criticism well. Um, and, like, she does really well, right? Except by the end, her robes are, like, soaked in sweat, which... Ugh. Sauna. Ugh. Um, and that's when we find out that uh, she's pretty good at it already because at the temple in Sangrava... Mm, don't come for me. Sangrava? Sang Sangrava? Sangrava. I wanted to... Sangrava. Yeah. Who gives a shit? 
Just say <laughs> it and move on. Because I give a shit, thank you. I, I don't. freak out because then, no, I'm not even saying, I don't care if it's right or not. I'm literally just in my head because I, if I say it wrong once, I need to say it that way the whole time. I can't keep switching because then it weirds me out. Don't come for me. Um, we find out they basically, they had a set of ancient movements they did every morning before sun, like every sunrise. Um, they calmed the mind and then they did cool downs, but they called them groundings. Um, it was like they, it let us commune with the mother because remember it's a temple. Um, and then the groundings kind of brought them back. So it's almost, I, I mean, like yoga and meditation. Um, and Nessa's like, wait, if you already knew all that, why'd you sign up for this? Like, it, which I'm kind of like, okay, but you're, it is train like battle training too, but whatever. You're doing a little bit more than that. Yeah, you're doing a little bit, like you've moved on like to include other things. Um, and Gwen, her smile and like the laughter in her eyes goes away instantly because her response is because I don't ever want to feel powerless again. And Nesta just is like, okay. And she says, me too. So that's sad. And well, then, I mean, also, like, Nesta also, like, actually responded. Because most of the time, her instinct, she did say my instinct was to pull away. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she literally, like, fought she with was, herself yes. to, like, show weakness, basically. Show, well, not even weakness, it's vulnerability. She sees it as weakness, but it's vulnerability. Um, so then it hops, and we're back in our favorite place, not really, Windhaven. Um, and Nesta <laughs> is walking into um, Emery's shop. Uh, Cassian had asked her to join. He has a less fun job. He's going to meet Eris, you know, Cassian's favorite person ever. Um, but he was like, hey, want to come? And Nessa's like, yeah, sure. So she um, she walks in to Emery's uh, shop, really excited because oddly enough, so Valaris is still like early fall, right? Windhaven up in the mountains, it's like straight up blizzard, like winter already. I don't know why you would be excited about that. Like I love it. Fucking weirdo. Snow. Anyways. Um, so Emery greets her, but she greets her while looking like over because there is a male Illyrian um in front of her. So Emery is like, Oh, it's good to see you. And Nesta immediately like we as women, we've all been there with another woman where they're like, Oh, hi, or they say something and you instantly are like they the are fuck is going they're on. in a bad situation yeah. and uncomfortable. Like What's every woman, it, I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure all of us have stories with like a, an absolute stranger that we were like, Oh, Hey girl. Like, you know, like you're at a bar and somebody's bothering another like girl. And like, they're like, Oh, and you can tell. And you're like, Oh, Hey girl, you like pull them out. It, it's girl code. It's girl code. And yep. that's exactly what's happening here. So Nesta, this is what Nesta, like, this is where she excels though. Right? Like this is her time to shine. So the guy like turns and he's drunk. So already just not great. He's drunk. He's got a really like threatening demeanor. Emery's obviously not like happy that he's yes, there. You want a drunk, angry Illyrian male around. Yeah. It's great. Especially in Windhaven, since it's like with like the the vibe and traditions they uphold. Not yes. great. So Nesta like saunters up and like gives him like a once over and like oh, makes I it love clear. That. Yeah, she like makes it clear like you're shit, you're not shit. Like stop. So she ignores him after that and says hi, good morning to Emery. Wait your turn, witch. And Oof. he like turns back and Emery's like, I think we're done here, Bellius. We're done. That's when a we dumb say we're name. Done. 
Well, also, we're dumb when we say we're done. Like, uh, first off, dumb line, but also the words come out half slurred. So, like. Well, and also, he is a dumbass. Yeah. And Nesta just, like, gives them a cool glance and is like, I have an appointment um, and you need a bath. Like, basically, just like, you need a bath. Like, she scrunches <laughs> her nose. And he turns and he pushes his shoulders back. And, like, he's just like, do you know who I am? What? You're just, like, you're an Illyrian soldier. Like, he acts like he's, like, the, the king of the Illyrians or some shit. <laughs> a drunk fool wasting my time. Now, here, though, is a little snippet that kind of sucks, is this dude actually has two siphons. So, like, he's got some power. Like, he's got a, a good amount of power. Not seven like our bat boys. I almost won't say that. That's very low compared those to... Those like, two make him feel pretty big, though. Yeah, those two are, like, that's where he's getting his confidence. And he tries to, like, like kind of, you know, square up, and she's just like, get out. And Emery's just like, shit. Uh, and she's like, well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. My father sent me to convey a message. Like, what? Like, Who you cares? already said whatever you need to say. Get out. Get out. Yeah. And she's just like, Emery's like, okay, cool. Store's mine. Like, not happening. Like, he can open his own bitch. Get the fuck out. To what she's like, hateful bitch. And he's literally swaying. Like, you lose all respect. You're like, like no. come on. <laughs> and Nessa just, like, bites out, like, a cold laugh. And that's when she realizes that, like, human, like, humans and Faye have more in common than, like, they'll ever realize. Which is true in a lot of different ways. But she thinks back to all the debtors that would, like, come and try to, um, like, threaten her father. Of course, then she's like, but then one time they actually, you know, acted on it. Not a great time. Um, so she's just like, get out, do yourself a favor, get out. And he rises to his full height, wings flaring, or what? I don't think you want to know the or what part. And I'm like, no, show him. Let your eyes go silver. Let, let's, 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 let's teach this man a lesson. But alas, um, Emery kind of calms him down. She's again, she's like, you have your answer. Like, go get water before you fly home. And then that made me think, because she's saying get water because he's drunk. What would an Illyrian, like a drunk Illyrian trying to fly look like? <laughs> Dude, it goes back to the uh, the quest for Camelot. Oh, oh God. The, little, oh, the dragons God. with their little wings. <laughs> I love quest for Camelot so much. The little wings that they have and they're trying to fly and they just, like, can't get off the ground. Like, <laughs> Well, also, you know, like, what if you, like, cause damage? Do you get charged with, like, an FUI, like, flying, <laughs> like, under the influence or something? Like, Hey, real talk, though. Who watched Dragon Tales when they were younger? Dude, yes! My mom loved that show. So we would always watch it. Fucking up, wishing on that little stone. Yep. I never in my life, I'm pretty sure when I was little at one point, I was like devastated because I was asked what I wanted for my birthday and I said a dragon. Because like Dragon Tales, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't quite grasp that. The, like, I couldn't get a dragon, right? Like, oh, that's cute. I was like, I can, like, genuinely devastated. I can tell you, we had such good, like, children's shows growing up that like adults mm-hmm. wouldn't mind watching. The shows that these kids watch these days. Oh, uh, so weird. Uh, no, I've seen this before. I will never. And I don't even think it's airing anymore. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I will. I literally stopped watching Disney Channel the day they started Dog with a Blog. I was Dude. done. I was done. I was like, no, no. Good Disney has died. Um, like, literally, Nickelodeon, like, all of those good shows. Yeah. Nope. Gone. Like, Cartoon my Network ne- had some great ones, too. Oh, my God. 
My nephew watches, like, the stupid Coco Melon, and my sister is like, it is the worst fucking thing in the entire world. There is no plot. There's nothing. She's like, the it is, like, one, nails on a chalkboard. The only one I can get behind, and it's only because they're so damn cute, is Paw Patrol. Little Paw Patrol, little buggies. Yeah. They're really cute. Don't come for me. I've um, never actually watched an episode of Paw Patrol, but... Yeah, sure. neither have I. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. My, um, he, my nephew refuses to watch anything but Coco Melon, so kill me. Cool. God, that's rough. That's rough. I was actually just thinking about it yesterday because I was trying to get Ian to like figure out where I can watch them since it's spooky season. I really want to watch the um the the animated Scooby Doo movies. The one uh Zombie Island. Yes, I think Hex Witch one. The these. Witch. Yes. The Hex okay. One. I'm not gonna lie. That one, like the one, the one on the Salem, I think that has that song that I really like yes. in it. Yes. Yes. No, but, I literally so my I guess had nightmares. Is... Oh. From that one. The Boo Brothers was a good one. Scooby Doo and the Boo Brothers, that was a That's really a good, good one. Zombie so... Island, nothing hits like that. Zombie Island was so good. But Dude. but but what I think, what we came to the conclusion, and listeners, if you know, please let me know. I think they'd be on HBO Max. Right? Hold on. I, I'm looking. Okay. I'm I would looking. think Well, what is what is Cartoon Network on? Is that but that Paramount? Cartoon Network isn't the rights for it, though. Oh, okay. It They would be, like, Warner Brothers, which is HBO Max. Mm, it says, it literally says, oh my god, it says rent or buy on Amazon Prime. And Scooby-Doo no. Zombie is two ninety nine to rent. That's probably worth it. Oh, I'd buy How much is it to buy? Seven ninety nine. Oh, okay, it. we're done here. We're done here. I'll just buy them. Okay. I'm really surprised they're not on it. Well, I'm actually not. HBO Max makes no sense. Like, they Come have many. No, they, they have random on. ones. I don't actually have HBO to look at, so it might, but. Okay, hang on, hang on. I think I have it on my phone. Hang on. Oh, my God. Sorry, the guys, Witch's bear with Ghost us. and the Witch's Ghost. That's the Ben Ravencroft one. Dude, yes. the Witch's Ghost one freaked yeah. me. Like, I can tell you, I had nightmares from that one. Oh. Hang on, let's see. Scooby. Okay, here we go. Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. So, oh, all of the shows are on here. Uh, Dude. Pirates Ahoy's on here. Shaggy Showdown. Haunted Dude, Holidays. How creepy the new Scooby Doo is. Dude, the like yeah. isn't it, it's like one of the new animated versions that they have on. Like the yeah, there's a lot of creepy ones. Like uh, let's. I don't like that. What the hell is this? Literally, all of the newer ones are on here, and none of the all even all of the like move like a lot of the movies like that weren't the as live great action. From- no, no, no. Like, the animated ones, too, are on here, but the original ones that we're talking about. Like, Scooby-Doo and the Goblin King's on here. The live-action ones are on Netflix. I just looked. Oh, yeah. Those okay. are on Netflix. Yeah, they have those on HBO Max, too, right now. But, like... Dude, I Why are all of these... Look! Look all at all of them. these. Look at this. Look how many of these are on here, and they don't have the original movies that we're talking about. Dude, I... Yeah. Amazon! So the other you gotta movies. just buy them. Fucking Amazon. Damn you, Jeff Bezos. Oh, Jeff Bezos gets all my money. Fucking asshole. Okay. Um, sorry. Where was I? Uh, <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. know. Flying under the infants. Fui. Um. Anyways. Yes. Um. Right. So they're just like, get the fuck out. Like, get the fuck out. Like, what are you doing? Um. And finally, he leaves. And Nessa's like, friend of yours? And Emery's like, no. We find out it's her cousin. So it's her uh cousin on her father's side. Um. He does get to participate in the blood rite this spring. Like, he thinks he's really hot shit, you know, because he's like, I'm about to be a true warrior. 
Um, he was actually part of the squ- uh, scouting unit that was at the continent. So that, I mean, he must have some skills cause he, that's pretty, pretty yeah. decent. Um, and like Emery's embarrassed and it's like, girl, we've all been there. Everybody has that family member that just like does something in front of others that you're just like, Jesus, like just stop. Um, so that's just like, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and she, uh, Emery's like, you know, they, uh, I grew up basically with like father, a father, and then the uncles the same way that like had really harsh punishments for like any type of indiscretion or um, like infraction as a child. And we get a little history here. Uh, Nessa's like, I know the type. So it turns out that their mother, we already know, was kind of a cold bitch, right? Um, it turns out their great, as, as she liked to be called, grandmama, i.e., their mother's mother, was a raging psycho. Like- what was I watching that was always Grandmama? Anastasia. Yeah. Yep, there we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Once yeah. upon a Disney. I'm so happy they finally put them, like, put her on, like, the Disney princess. Dude. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. Well, it turns out this Grandmama was not as cool. Um, she would literally beat Nesta's palms raw with a ruler because she oh. had, like, missteps in dancing lessons. And to be clear, Nesta was a, like, child. Young, young child, right? This is what her grandmama would say. Worthless, clumsy girl. You're a waste of my time. Maybe this will help you remember to pay attention to my orders. Good lord. Jesus. So, uh, luckily, grandmama died. Um... You know, Elaine never had the cruelty. So Elaine, obviously being Elaine, like put flowers on her grave, sobbed. Farrah didn't understand death at the time because she was so young. But Nesta's like, I never put flowers. I never visited the grave. Like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Exactly. We do find out that Nesta visited her mother's grave a lot, which kind of toxic, but okay. But then she has yet to visit her father's grave outside Valaris. Um, So Nesta, you know, this is her new friend. So she's like, are you all right? Like, is he going to return? What's going on? Um, so we find out this dude lives with, like, a war band that's, like, hours away. Um, the uncle's family basically visits every now and then to basically bully her and say that she shouldn't have the shop because, like, her father died, her older brother had died before him. So, like, the shop went to Emery. Uh, centuries ago had changed the laws because before, Illyrians didn't include females in inheritance laws. Yeah. So, Rolling my eyes at that. Exactly. So Risa changed the law. So like Emery, it's it's Emery's shop by law, by right, like it's hers. But the uncle basically is like, refuses to acknowledge it. He thinks it should be his or Bellius's. Or at the very least, he's like, you cannot run the shop by yourself as a female. You need to marry. And then the shop needs to go to him. Like, that's how like truly awful this uncle and like the basically like the culture of the Illyrians is, is that the uncle doesn't even care if the shop goes out of the family. As long as it's not in the hands of a female. Because he's literally like, you could just marry someone else. Like, it's awful. Um, And so then, for the reason for her visit, uh, Emery's like, oh yeah, by the way, you told me to look into making Illyrian fighting leathers, but with lease, uh, with lease, what? With fleece lining them. Genius. If you don't have a pair of fleece lined leggings for when it's super, super cold, highly recommend. Very, very warm. I do not. Oh, you I don't live either. in really like well, Mads. You and I don't really need them down here. It doesn't get that cold. Dude, but, just, like, Kate, I get too you live hot. In I get too hot. But like, if you're outside, you like the snow. Yes, but then I put on my snow pants. What? I have snow pants. 
I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, I just, I don't. But, like, the leggings like would be cuter. Pants when you go skiing. I mean, like, but, like, I mean, I'll wear, like, sweatpants and then put leggings on underneath those. But, like, that's usually all I need if I'm walking outside. But other than that, no. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Um, well, it turns out the leathers with fleece are very expensive. So Nessa's like, mm, I can't do that. Thank you, though. And Emery being Emery, you know, she's got her own little affirm like plan here. You know, the pay as you go plan <laughs> um, where she's like, look, like I could order them and you can pay me in installments like it's fine. And obviously Nessa's like, no, no, that like you're very kind. But no. Um, and Nessa like that Nesta again is like that's more kindness than she ever received when she was um poor in the human realm right so again a little backstory um is like the last time that Feyre had hunted they had run out of food right we know that um and Feyre basically we find out that Nesta had a play and a Feyre came back without meat that night um so she was like her her plan was Thomas uh that like, even though his family was hateful, even though, um, like, his father was a psycho, basically, she was like, look, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll sell my, like, body to him, basically. I'll sell my body to whoever will pay me money so that Elaine didn't starve. Because, once again, it was, it was her, her goal was to keep Elaine alive. She was literally willing to sell herself. Um, but Feyre had come back with the food, but then she'd also vanished over the wall. Um, so three days afterward, uh, Nesta had broken it off with Thomas. Um, and he did not take it well. Uh, he launched himself at her. He pinned her against the wood pile, uh, called her a spiteful whore. You think you're better than me acting like a queen when you haven't got shit. He tore her dress. Uh, he, he attempted to assault her and literally just her instincts and like survival, like her survival instincts saved her. So she let him, uh, get very, very close to, uh, well, violating her and uh, tricked him into thinking that like her strength had failed. And then she basically like ripped his ear, like bit and ripped his ear, not like clean off, but like ripped. Um, and of course he screamed, he let go. She ran spitting blood as she went. Um, and she got to the cottage and literally that's when they got the, the lie that Tamlin had crafted, that the ships were found with all of the treasure, which of course we know Nesta, Nesta knew that wasn't true. Um, but she was like, you know what? Okay. We've got the wealth, whatever. Um, and so she kind of flashes back to the present and she's like, thank you, but I'm good. And Emery's like, Hey, you want to have lunch with me? Uh, and Nesta is Nesta. And she's like, nobody had ever asked her to dine with them. Like for the pleasure of her company, except Cassian really. And she's like, she wants to, but then she's like, the more time I spend with her, Emery's going to like figure me out. She's going to like, you know, see the true me and hate me. Like, it's very, very sad. Uh, but she does say yes, so that's great. So they have lunch. They go uh, back. Basically, Emery's house is, like, part of the shop. She's got a cute little kitchen. Very meticulous. Or what? Immaculate? What the hell am I saying? Immaculate. immaculate. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, organized everything. So she gives her a bunch of A type food. of t- kitchen that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, She gives her a bunch of uh, food and everything. And Nessa's like, is it just you? And we find out Emery goes, no mate or husband to bother me. And Nesta notices she says it really tensely, like there's more to it than that. But Nesta just goes, oh, me either. And then Emery obviously gives her shit about Cassian because she's like, okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and Emery's just like, oh, it's nice to meet another female that's not obsessed with just like marriage and baby making. Um, 
you know, I hope you like the food. So they start eating. Um, and we find out, like, Emery is, like, literally does everything herself. Because they, like, she grows her own food. She gets her own meat. They don't really have, like, it's not like Valaris where you can go and get all of the, like, amazing ingredients, spices, all of that, right? Um, and then, again, we get flashbacks to where it turns out when they were growing up, um, remember, their father was a successful merchant. So they had spices. They had gems. They had all kinds of stuff from all over the world. Feyre was fascinated with it. She would hang out in the father's study. Uh, she would, like, really, like, study the uh, the rare gems, the spices. She was really into the trade. And Nesta, remember, was, like, really um, trained, I guess would be the best word, by their mother. That, like, in the human world, you have to, like, as a woman, your job in our family was to marry well, right? Keep the, the pride of the family, marry well, into money, into status, blah, blah, blah. So Nesta was more the target of their mother and their and because of that nesta saw like pharaoh's fascination as like unbecoming right she's like don't do this don't do this nesta was focused on trying to get all of them like ready once they were of age for good matches that's what she thought she was supposed to do and so it put them at odds like from the get-go like when they were both children they were both on very different um priorities i guess would be a good word and so, like, when their father's business partners came, a good example was, like, they would bring their sons, right? Or, like, she would, Nesta would look at the business partners and be like, okay, which one should, like, should I try to marry their son? Who would be a good match for Feyre? Who would be a good match for Elaine? That sort of thing. And, like, it disgusted Feyre. So, like, they, it's almost like, from the get-go, the odds were stacked against them of being, like, close. Like, their very nature and, like, the parents that dealt with them, like, how they were, like, raised. yeah. Yeah, it was always. I mean, well, yeah. well, you got like it was always interesting to me that like Elaine, because the middle child is always considered kind of like the ran, not the random one, but like they're always it's the middle child syndrome. Uh -huh. Um, and like it was really interesting to me because like they're like, oh, Nesta was like the warrior, not the warrior, but like the weapon. Elaine was like the princess, and then Pharaoh was just like the random person. When usually like the youngest child would be considered like the princess yeah the goal well i mean i think Feyre kind of was the princess to the father in a different way like he yeah. she was his favorite when it came to like the business because he probably liked that she was intrigued by it but yeah elaine was still the baby if that makes sense like the pampered if that makes sense yes because she's just so True. sweet and like innocent for him um so then Emery poses a question. She's like, would you have, like, gone to explore the world on your father's ships? Um, and Nessa's like, she knows that Elaine would have, because we, we've heard it before. Elaine wants to see there's, like, tulips and other flowers that Elaine wants to see on the continent. Farah had talked about there's museums and private collections that she'd want to see. And Nesta was like, she really had no interest, per se. But she basically is like, curiosity would have won out. I would have gone. Like, I would have been reluctant, but I would have gone. Um, we find out they actually did have a relative while they were poor. Uh, there, which it kind of makes sense. The mother side of the family, i.e. the psycho ones, in my opinion, uh, yep. there was a cousin that's like wealthy on the continent that just ignored all of Nesta's letters for help. I wonder if that cousin will come into play later on. Oh, since we're going to be on the continent more? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Because like Nesta even is like, how do you just ignore like these letters yeah, like she the, wrote yeah. until she ran out of money for postage which also like Feyre always thought that Nesta and Elaine did nothing like while she was saving them you know so 
I'm also like curious, like, did she ever tell Feyre that she was trying to do this? Because I don't think so. No, doubt it. Yeah. And again, we get more of Emery. Uh, her mother uh, died giving birth to her. Uh, like I said, her father died in the latest skirmish. Her brother had died before that, um, like before she was even born, I think. Yeah, before she was born, uh, there was like a skirmish with war bands. Um, and then again, like it, Emery kind of explains the situation there. Um, they're assholes. Yep. And that's pretty much the lowdown. Yeah. Nessa's like, would you ever consider like moving away? And Emery's like, this is, this is all I know. What are you talking about? So, um, we also find out that she literally like spikes her, well, spikes, I guess, doses her tea with willow, uh, willow bark because her, her wings still, um, hurt her. I hope she them. gets I hope she gets her wings fixed later I know. on. I it like the 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 one lady that um the It would be Magda, nice it would be nice for a woman to get something instead of have to give everything give up. It up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um Yeah, yeah. This is like I think SJM did a really good job here of like a physical reminder of just how oppressive the Illyrian culture is for their females um like a really powerful metaphor here that they literally clip their wings they're like way for freedom um and it's awful like it's magda in it the healer's name is magda or something like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like we or like even the dawn court like uh maybe there's something there i don't know i'm i'm with you guys like i need she needs her wings back um and that's when nessa's like wait do you want to train? Like, Cassian is training. Like, you know, we, we train every morning. Um, It's to help any of us that have gone through a hardship because she recognizes there's different forms of trauma between, like, what Emery's endured, what Gwen's uh, gone through, and, like, Nessa's own experiences. And Emery's like, oh, thanks. Like, I have no way to get there, but, like, you know, I couldn't. And she's like, we could have somebody come get you. Like, you know, just winnow in. And she's like, well, I need somebody to watch the shop. And Nessa, like, goes for it here. She goes, you don't seem like a coward. Oof. And Emery just bites her lip and Nesta's like shrugs and says, send word if you wish to join us. The offer stands. And then we flash to poor Cassian. Cassian oh. is with Eris. Um, the one good thing though is Eris's powers, they're in like a fireball, like not like an actual fireball, but like fire magic ball where they're not, you know, freezing their tits off in the winter. And he's kind of giving him the updates. And Eris is like the dead trove. Um, I've never heard of it. Doesn't surprise me. Of course me you I haven't heard, heard of it. it. You you can never, you can't remember if you've heard of it. <laughs> that's literally the whole point here. <laughs> um, so that's when Cassian's like, does your, do you think your father knows? And um, Eris is like, no, thank God. He would have told me. Um, but, and Eris even says, he's like, this is not good though. Because if the trove has this like sentience, like the freaking one ring of power, where like, if it wants to be found, He's like, that's not good because that means it's probably going to start reaching out. Like, not just Brylin and Koshi, but pretty much any big bad guy the Trove is going to it's use gonna its powers. going to start reaching out. And, um, obviously we don't want that. Baron's a piece of shit. If he had the dead Trove, it would not be good either. And, but what's interesting is that means Brylin, the queen or whatever, remember Baron visited her? She didn't trust him to tell him. So she didn't tell him about it. Ooh. So there's obviously some strife there. Um, and Eris is like, really like quiet and contemplative and he's like okay i'm gonna think on that and Cassian's like do not tell your father and i'm like oh no like hopefully not and eris no is like no no no. yeah he's like no you misunderstand i i'm not gonna tell him but the fact that braylon is actively hiding her larger plans from him and it, obviously he's like i agree that's not a good thing 
And then he's like, is this why Morgan is back in Val- Valhan? Like, to learn if they know about the trove. Cassian just lies, maybe. Um, actually, it was, you know, remember, they won't sign. They still won't sign the treaty, which is suspect to me. Um, but they don't want to tell Eris everything. So then Eris is like, and here I was thinking she was just avoiding me. Like, to hide from me. And Cassian's like, don't flatter yourself. It's only coincidence. He wasn't sure if the lie held. So part of it is she's, like, avoiding him. Now that they've aligned themselves with Eris, she's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want a part of this. Understandable. And Eris knows just what to say because he is a politician through and through and knows where to strike. Why shouldn't I flatter myself with such thoughts? You flatter yourself thinking you, you're you more than a mongrel bastard. Oof. Jeez. Douche. Yeah. That lands a blow. And Cassian, while he schools his face and doesn't say anything, his siphons flare because he's annoyed. So Eris notices that and sees that he struck a blow. Um, and Cassian's just like, that's all I have to say to you. And Eris is like, okay, cool. I'll think on it. And Cassian again warns him, keep it quiet. Eris just winks and winnows away. But Cassian is like his, he's, he's overcome with irritation and discomfort and it lingered. Like he can't shake it off which is not great. So hopefully something can help him shake it off. Let's see in chapter 26. Hmm. Okay, chapter 26. Oh, are you taking the whole chapter? Yeah, because I'm just skipping to the good part because 90% of it is this one just scene. Just talking. Yes. Oh, okay. It's mainly just this one scene. It's the only thing that's important. Okay, so here we are. Cassian and Nesta are... Um, you know, sitting at the table. Okay. And they have like a little moment where um, they're talking about uh, Eris and Nesta goes, we should ha- uh, kill him and be done with it. And Cassian's all, if anyone is going to kill, kill Eris, it will be more or me. Um, but killing him would prove him and his ilk right about me. And regardless of how I feel about Eris, he would be a better high Lord than Baron. No matter what I want, there's still the well-being of the Autumn Court to consider. So, Cassian, Nessa's like, oh my god, Cassian is so good. Like, what a what a good man. Yes, we all knew that. Um, and she notes he was not a warrior who killed on a whim, but a male who carefully considered every life he had to take. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and Eris, he'd hurt Cassian. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what he'd done to Morgan, yes, but also with the words so similar to the ones that Nessa had herself yielded. So, Nessa's thinking about to all the things that she has, like, called him in the past. Um, you know, a brute, a warrior, all these things. And she feels shame. She feels, like, real shame here. That's growth right there, that she feels shame for what she's, like, said. You know what I mean? So not only does she feel shame here, she feels a wild sort of desperation. She couldn't abide the pain in his eyes, teetering on the brink of despair, couldn't stand the absence of his grin and winking and swaggering. She'd do anything to get rid of that look in his eyes, even for a few moments. So, lo and behold, how do you get a man's attention off one thing and to another? Sex. So, here we that's go. That's universal. I'd like oh, to ask again. 100% Between hyphae and humans, that's universal. 100%. 100%. So, she decides on a blowjob. 
Here we this go. Is, this is peak at the dining table. Yeah, at the dining table. I'm really happy about like, this. Yeah. I really like this. Um, so anyway, so Nessa braced her hands on the arms of his chair and she brushed a kiss to his neck. Ooh, okay. Oh, Artie okay. Cassian's like, what the fuck? Um, is that that's what he's saying what the fuck oh he you know he's saying that because like they were just chatting and then all of a sudden i know but i'm just dying laughing at like picturing Cassin that she's doing that like she's like kissing his neck and just this big like big hulk in general what the fuck? oh well um so um cassian's breath caught but she pressed another kiss to the soft warm skin of his neck just beneath his ear another lower now closer to the collar bone um he trembled, and she kissed the hard knot in the center of his throat. Licked it. Okay. Dude, I'm sorry. Okay, Adam's okay. apples gross me out. Like, why? Hey, no, hang on. I need more on this. Hang on. Pause. What do you mean? They just, they just like, the the feel of them. Like, ugh. it's like bone. It, ugh, it grosses me out. With, like, okay, but when you say gross, are you, like, holding it? Like, is your hand on it? Are you, like, avoiding kissing it? How does it, are yes. you just seeing it grosses Both. you out? Seeing it doesn't really matter. I just don't, like, don't want to touch it. Like, it's just, it's so gross. Okay, I'm not sure I agree with this. I think yeah, they're very sexy, but who am I? I like looking at it. I just don't want to touch it. So anyway, Cassian shifted in his chair, groaning softly. His hand rose to clasp her hip as if he'd push her away, but she removed to him. Let me, please. Ooh. He swallowed, uh, and that hard knot moved against her mouth, but she didn't stop her. He didn't stop her, and so Nessa kissed him again, moving to the other side of his neck, reaching that spot just beneath his ear as she laid a hand on his chest and felt his heartbeat hammering in her palm. Yeah, dude's getting horny. Anywho, she didn't kiss his mouth. She didn't want the distraction. <laughs> now, not as she slid between him and the table and dropped to her knees. Whoa, here we go. His eyes went wide. Nesta. She reached the top of his pants, the bulge already pressing through. Please, she said again, and met his stare from where she knelt between Cassian's legs. He towered over her, but the edge in his eyes softened almost imperceptibly before he nodded. Hell yeah, he's gonna nod. He is so in the mood for this. It's a great distraction. Um... Yeah. So her fingers are steady as she unfastened his pants like she knows what she wants. Her mind is fully clear, eyes on the prize, going for the target. You know how it is. The muscles in his thighs shifted against her as she pulled him free and nearly gasped. So now, let's talk about this description of his dick. Mm-hmm. His cock was enormous. Beautiful and hard and absolutely enormous. So I'm thinking enormous as in like thick, like definitely yes. long, but like thick. Here we go. Um, her mouth dried out every plan she'd had requiring sudden, suddenly needed reassessment. Yes. Like literally Damn. you are just approached with this big fat ass cock and she's like, oh my God, is that going to like fit? Like I'm definitely not going to be able to get that all in my mouth. Hello, gag reflex. Um, anyway, she also notes perhaps no way he'd even fit it into her body. You know, I'm going to say it right now. I'd be willing to try. I don't think anyone does this dick justice in fan art. Like, no, yeah, I agree. it's big, but this is like on a whole nother level. 
Mm-hmm. Then <clears throat> her fingers shook a little as she stroked them down his thick, long shaft. The skin was so soft, softer than silk or velvet, and he was hard as steel beneath. He shuddered, and she lifted her eyes to find his gaze on her hand. Velvet wrapped steel? Oh, oh my God. I find it hilarious though. We get the steel, but we say, she says it's softer than velvet. So like, what is this? What is it? How do you like it? She asked her voice breathy as hot need washed through her. She wrapped her hand around his cock, her fingers barely able to reach completely around. Damn. Anyway. So she kind of teases him like gentle and like he can't really talk and then she goes a little harder. He still can't talk. Um, And then she like really pumps him like a third time, squeezing hard, letting her nails graze the sensitive underside of his shaft and his hips like arc off the chair. Um, But she like has her hands pinned to them. So like they're trying to arc, but you know, can't which I think is so hot to envision. That's very hot, yes. Um, <clears throat> and this, she purred, head lowering. Do you like this? Nessa mm-hmm. licked across his broad head, tongue sliding into the small slit across its tip. She licked up the small bead of moisture that already gathered there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The only answer there, Cass, is Yes. Everything in her body turned to Bolton. A surge of wetness slicked between her thighs as the taste of him filled her mouth, salt, and something more. Something vital. Mm-hmm. That right there. Hint, hint, hint. Something vital. Yup. A bond that goes ignored. Anywho. Oh, God. Cassian panted. And the words, the groan they were born on were so delicious that Nessa sucked his tip into her mouth and grazed her tongue along its underside. Okay, so we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. He leans his head back against the chair, hissing. Dude is clearly enjoying himself. Yeah. Um, she licked up his shaft in one long motion, rubbed her thighs together as she tasted him. Felt all the hot, proud steel against her mouth. I'm just not sure. We could have just... Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think th- even cock would have been fine there. Yeah, I think so. I'm with that. Yeah. Either. I think too many... Descriptions. Too many synonyms there. Yeah. Well, like, uh, especially because she used steel, like, right before... like in the Exactly. Middle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... She licked down the other side, coating him, making it easier for herself as she put her mouth around him again and slid him between her lips. Great. He filled her almost immediately. Man is endowed. Mm. And she glanced down to discover there was enough of him still exposed that she needed to add her hand. Man is well endowed. Okay. So using her hand to... And then he goes, Nesta, he pleaded, and she made another pass at him, pulling him out nearly all the way before swallowing him again, letting her throat relax, desperate for as much of him in her mouth as she could fit. Deep throat that cock, Nessa. Get it in. Yes. Cassian's hand speared into her hair, gripping, and she realized he was holding himself back, didn't want to ram himself into her, hurt her, displease her. And that wouldn't do. Not at all. She wants him unleashed. 
So do um, we. Yeah, yeah. So when Nessa took him into her mouth again, hand working in unison, she dragged her teeth lightly enough to hurt just a bit. Cassian bucked, and she let him, swallowing him down greedily, squeezing him with her hand enough to tell him she wanted this, wanted him to let himself go. She withdrew her lips to the tip, rolling her tongue around him, and gazed at him from under her lashes. Her, his eyes were on her and glazed with lust. And then he unleashed himself. We love a man who does that. <laughs> oh, also, okay, SJM, great description of a blowjob. I'm feeling every moment of this thus far. Yeah, it's a good blowjob. So then, <clears throat> he couldn't take it. Special kind of torture. I mean, like, he is all in it, ready to go. Um, and he's literally, this is the vision he's been wanting forever. Nesta is literally kneeling in front of him, cock in mouth, you know, actually like having a moment with him. This is like everything that like he wanted. Mm -hmm. So he didn't care that they were in the dining room, that a wall of windows and doors lined half the space. Anyone flying by could see. Voyeur, be damn, he's ready. Um, Cassian slid his other hand into her hair, fingers twining into her, um, braid, and he thrust up into her mouth. Okay, there we go. There we go. Let's fuck that mouth yes. there. She took him deep and moaned. Yes, yes. Um, and it reverberated along his cock and straight into his balls. They tightened further and release gathered in his spine. A scorching knot that had him arcing into her mouth again. He was utterly at her mercy. Love this. Um, Nessa moaned again, encouraging Cassian. Um, and literally, it's just unbearable pleasure for Cassian here. Um, anyway... Cassian fucked her mouth and her moaning had him deciding he'd fuck the rest of her too. Strip those pants off her and drive into her so hard she'd be screaming his name to the ceiling. He made to pull out, but Nessa's like, no, hell no. He growled, his fingers clamping on her. I want to be inside you, he managed, his voice like gravel. But Nessa looked up at him again. Um, from under her lashes, and he watched his length disappear into her mouth, his tip bumped against the back of her throat. He goes, I want to finish inside of you. Nessa only huffed a laugh and sucked him down so deep that he couldn't stop it, couldn't stop the release as she slid her other hand <clears throat> into his pants and cupped his balls, squeezing softly. Cassian came. Obviously with a roar, I don't know if the mountain shook. <laughs> I was going to say, did the mountain shake? It, it did not say. <laughs> it did, uh, the windows didn't shake? <laughs> well, it shook the glasses on the table, so. Okay. There we go. Anyway, <clears throat> she's sucking it all up, loving it. I'm wondering kind of if Hyphae come tastes any better. I bet it does. Because, like, Possibly. obviously. I feel like it should. Obviously, I swallow, but it's not for, oh, my God, this tastes delicious. You know what I mean? It's just convenience. <laughs> it's just convenience. Like It's less mess. Yeah. <clears throat> That's very true. So, then, Nessa rose up to her feet, eyes flicking to his cock. The heat in her gaze threatened to burn him, and the scent of her arousal wrapped itself around him and dug its claws in deep. 
take off your pants, he growled. Nessa's smile only grew pure feline amusement. He'd fuck her right on this table right now. He didn't care about anything else. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Fuck Eris. Fuck the dread trove. Fuck being in public. He wants to get in her. Anyway. Here's where my problems begin. <laughs> I think what is it? What page? Like this is probably like the last hundred words of like the chapter or something. Yo. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> so Nessa's fingers slide to the buttons and laces of her pants. Like she's ready to drop them. Like we are in the fucking moment. And I'd like to point out this is 40% into the book, so it we have waited plenty of time. We have waited almost 300 pages. Plenty of time has fucking gone by. Funny enough, though, um, I just want to note, we, plenty of time has gone by at 40%, but your favorite book doesn't have sex till 50% as we recently Ask me how many about. pages that is. It doesn't matter. It's still by percentage. You always go by percentage, not number of pages. Don't I definitely include oh, the number of yo, pages. Oh, you're full of it. Whatever. Crescent City sucked ass because okay, it was that 600 part, okay, pages. That, that was ridiculous. Okay, that one, I, <laughs> you know I love that book, and I'll still tell you that that should have had more sex. So don't, I, I'm not saying that. It definitely, like, if I'm reading a book that's like 200 pages, or I'm reading a book that's 450, there is a significant difference between how long it takes me to get to 50%. I'm not lying, and you can't say that I'm lying. There's a say that you're lying, but you also very much always go by percentage. We are 291 pages (laughs) in, bitch. (laughs) Steph scuffed down the hall, a warning from someone who knew how to remain silent. So fucking ass, who already knows that they're fooling around, interrupts like an asshole. Yeah, he didn't need to. Heavy. That house is so damn big. He did not need to give a warning. No. <clears throat> he could have minded his own fucking business. Yeah, this is really petty. This is yeah, super this is petty. so fucking petty. Yeah, because then as just walks on in as Cassian's like stuffing his cock back in his pants. Awkward. Um, and like Nessa just leaves and Cassian goes, thanks for that. And as literally has the audacity. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> bitch we all know what you need ass don't show all your hands at once Cass. bitch we are 291 pages into the goddamn book what do you mean don't show all your cards at once also not to be like completely rude but like i'm not taking relationship advice from him yeah no like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, it's not happening. I'm not taking relationship advice. From Dude has me. more blue balls than anyone in fucking yeah. Literally, like I was telling you guys when we were texting about this earlier. This, so there is a bonus chapter, as everybody probably knows, it's infamous by now. Um, Where Cassian and Reese, too, are not in the bed. They're not painted in the best light. Like, nope. As sounds like he's super bitter and, like, he's basically like, I'm in Sounds like a whiny... Like, yeah. literally, he's just so whiny about it. But, like, his bitterness and, like, the the just, like, shitty attitude he has. Like, I know people are like, oh, he's just, like, I, I've seen where people are like, for this scene, they're like, oh, he's just trying to, like, make sure Cassian isn't hurt. He's trying to protect. No. I don't think no. so. I think he's a little bit, not jealous about, like, Nesta particularly. He is but, like, so he's petty. bitter. He's not getting fucked on the table yeah. by his mate. Yeah. Yeah, he's bitter. And, like, I'm sorry. Like, maybe a part of it sure is he's, like, I don't want him to, like, you know, go head over heels when it's clear that Nesta's not ready for that. But, like, that is not the driving force here. I'm sorry. It's not. I, we love Az. You guys know we love Az. But, like, that is not his driving force here. I'm sorry. It's petty. 
Yeah. It is petty AF. Also, though, I do find it hilarious. I will give it that he's like, you just had your cock blown at the table I'm trying to eat at. I get an opinion. That is a funny line. I will give it. That is a very That is a very funny line. Yes. But I still feel like it's different because, like, she was kneeling under the table and he was in his chair. It's not like his bare ass was on the table with his cock out. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's different. Also, bitch, hold me under. 350 pages. I'm sorry. At 300 pages, getting a blowjob scene? No. It took literally 100 pages for sex here. Fuck off. That's so You always say percentage. You're ridiculous. But it also includes how many Uh, pages it is. Well, yeah, because that depends on the percentage for the total. Exactly. But you still always say percentage. So if you're going straight percentage. I do both. But you don't always say that. Literally, you if I'm reading a novella, if Caitlin, I'm reading a Caitlin, novella, chime in here. What does she always say? Does she say, "Oh, at forty percent, which is page blah blah blah," or does she just say forty percent? She does always say percentage, but I feel like you have to take into account the page numbers. Yeah, okay, but you don't say it. You have not always said it. Okay, yeah, I'm, but I, I'm not gonna lie. I usually assume all of this. Okay, these books are long as motherfucking shit, and this percentage is too high. I literally just, I always think Madison's books aren't, like, 600 pages long. They're not. But also, hang on, you're forgetting, like, we did a couple chapters ago get the, like, where he ate her out that was pretty hot. So Oh, a couple chapters ago. Okay, so we're talking 250 pages? (laughs) We're at, like, 35% or 30 to 35%. 250 pages! I also read long, my books are usually longer, so I guess my, my metric of... Tolerance, I guess, is higher. Yeah, tolerance give you that. is so low. I feel like Madison's like average books are like <laughs> three hundred pages. So <laughs> average book, like an average romance book, is like two fifty to three hundred. Yeah, pages. just the yeah. way you said my tolerance is so low, <laughs> so fucking low. In like all matters, okay. to be honest. But, like, honestly, though, this what a shitty way to end the chapter, though. Just Like, like <laughs> go fuck yourself, you petty asshole. Well, when was the ne- when's the next time we actually finally get, like, another... It's actually... I think it's pretty close. I think it actually is pretty close. Is it? I think yeah, they, they so. start fooling around and it just kind of continues. Yeah, yeah it just continues. And Until then... they ruin and shatter my heart. Oh, for God's sakes. But, yeah, no, I think that's... At least that's the only time as cock blocks, I think. Yeah, it is. He doesn't cock block again. I say. Yeah, a month from knows. now, we're going to read something and be like, haha, JK, I'm wrong. JK, lol. He's a dick. All right. Uh, so, moving on. Mads, what are you currently reading? God, where the fuck did I even leave off? Because uh, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, you hadn't read that much. Like, you were coming, you were out of the slump, but you still hadn't read like a crazy amount. I talked oh, about Skydive. Yeah, 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 yeah Skydive. Okay, Skydive. so yeah. after that. So, Hostile Takeover by Cara D came out. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I talk about that one? I, anyway, Book in the Game series, guys. Hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. I finished it. Um, there were some things that Chan and I both discussed that we would definitely want more of. But it was it was so much better than the last two. I can't even begin to explain my obsession. Then I finally read Soren by Gray Bryan, book two. I still need to, yeah. I read it 
I like it even better than book one. And like, I loved book one. So it definitely, it de- there's no book two slump in that. It is a good book. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, there's just like so much deliciousness going on. Like, oof, it was so good. Um, then I read, okay, if you're looking for a contemporary romance, really good enemies to lovers like just solid enemies to lovers hate sex nothing dark it's cute forced marriage like just really a good book to not marry um my enemy by gianni holmes i highly 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 recommend it it was such a good book such a fun read um i read it in like one sitting it was just really really good um and then I read a couple of shitters, but that's beside the point. You have to have a few of those in there. Yeah, but I am, I will say, so like Cora Rose just dropped her next book, um, Until Him. I started it last night and I'm 92% in. Like it really hooked me. Damn. Uh, all right. So, uh, I finished The Magic of Discovery by Britt Andrew. Uh, it's our September book club book. Um, very, very good. I'm, I started book two, The, The Magic of Betrayal? Magical Betrayal, I believe is the title. Sorry. Um, and it's still really good. It started off very, like, the beginning of book two brought in a character, like, that was, like, hinted at in book one. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is... Any anybody that's read the series or is reading book two will immediately understand why I was like, oh, okay, uh, with this new uh, character. Um, I am still reading Babel by R- um, by RF uh, Kwong. Um, I'm like that one's just a slower read for me, and to be honest, I put it on the back burner for now because I'm reading Kingdom of the Feared by Carrie Maniscalco. Uh, end of the Kingdom of the Wicked trilogy. Daddy Wrath is back along with all of his delicious brothers. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I actually talked with Madison about this. I was really worried because book two, I don't get me wrong. I loved Kingdom of the Cursed. Uh, It's like, it was, it switched to new adult in Kingdom of the Cursed, uh, but it wasn't really spicy. Like it was more graphic, I guess, and like the language and like some more sexual tension. So I did some research for Blakey. Yeah, Madison did some research and she's like, I think you're going to be okay because lo and behold, guys, you'll love this. Uh, When she was looking, she looked at reviews on Goodreads for Kingdom of the Fear because I just wanted- I love this. So just to be clear, no, I didn't have her give me spoilers. I just, before I started, I was like, I just need to know my expectations so it doesn't, it doesn't affect my reading experience. Like the prudes of America have come in again. Yeah. Um, it had very few, but it had a few like one star reviews, and all of them were because it's too smutty. So that and means I was you like, oh, okay, okay. And I'm here <clears throat> to tell you, I am 50% into Kingdom of the Feared. Uh, I would be more in, and again, guys, my reading has gone down a little from work, and then also uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley has just become my. You have a problem. Shocking. And, anyways, <laughs> um, 50% in. Oh, it is. It gets spicy you get also she's dropping like plot twists like early and you're like left reeling with the rest of the book to like figure out how it all comes together like i've said it once i'll say it again i love this trilogy i love it so much i'm so excited for when my fairy loot edition gets here which probably won't be till 2023 knowing they're shipping but that's fine it's fine i'm fine i bought it on kindle i did not i stopped myself from going to target or barnes and noble to just get another draft like uh, i'm really proud of you 
Thank you. It I'm super proud. Yeah, really proud it of you for lot. that. Um, it really took a lot. I'm actually going to go ahead and say that I probably would have gone Friday to get it, but uh, we were being hit by the tropical storm. So, <clears> like, <throat> I can't take full credit there. I didn't have that much self-control. But Ian didn't want you to go to the bookstore. <laughs> I get it because it was Ian and my husband's name is Ian. Funny <laughs> joke. I love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's it's very good. I'm hoping I'll finish it today. Um. We'll see. I have a lot of things to do today. Yeah, you're busy at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, your book club. I was like, what? <laughs> you scared me there. I was like, what's going on? Um, Caitlin, I know uh, work was kind of kicking your ass. Have you, have you gotten Dude, back into any reading? You still I'm just doing, reading? I'm just doing, honestly, I'm doing a reread right now of, like, books that I like. Just I those. love that. That's the best way to, like, like literally, there's some books that I have that I, like, I haven't reread in a long time. I'm like, did you guys ever read, um... Oh, why can't I think of the name right now? They did the the Disney's TV series on that. Um, oh shoot, it's about the kids that have all like these different types of like super smart pat, like super smart, like really good at math, like School all this of stuff. the good and evil or whatever. The new no, 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 no. It's it's uh it's loaded up on my Kindle, and my Kindle is somewhere around my mess of apartment. Um, but it was like they did an entire series on it, and. It's just, like, one of my favorite, like, kid books to read. Um, what are you talking about? How long is on. the series on Disney? It's The series on Disney is new. The book is old. Like, it came out when I was in, like, middle school. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh um. It's, like, loaded I, up on my camera. I, I know I'm what literally... you're talking about. They made movies of it, right? Yes. Are you talking yes. about The Descendants? No, 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 no. Oh, that's what I thought we were talking about. No, it's not the descendants. It's literally these like they go in for like tests and they all do like different tests. Um and like they get into this academy, but it's usually like orphans and they're all like. Like Miss Peregrine? No. I hold on, let me see if I can find my Kindle. I was gonna say, bitch, go get your Kindle because this is gonna bother let me, me let I me have see no if I idea what it. you're talking about. I have literally no idea. Uh like, I'm like bro. really curious. Yeah, hold on. Sky high? Was that <laughs> <laughs> the superhero one did they do a book on that all right yeah what is it hopefully this doesn't mess with watch the it, internet watch it not be disney it is That's disney so no it's literally 100 disney um they did an entire series on it hold on what are you doing no i'm pulling up my kindle it takes a little bit to load on my ipad because i can't find my kindle right now i literally think i it's packed in one of my bags well anywho while she's looking for that um acotr podcast guys rate review chat with us find us lace and lit anyone i mean just we're here we're on youtube Um, now Oh, that on YouTube. Me. Part of what we have to read is each other's fix. Oh, I'm not reading that yet. I'm not reading that. So if you didn't see our latest YouTube episode, Madison and I made a dare with each other where we each have to read a book the other picked. Uh, plot twist, though, we know the other one's not going to like the book. Yeah, so go <laughs> check <laughs> that out. Yeah. Um, that was a fun little YouTube episode, and I am going to avoid that book until the very last minute. Anywho... Yeah. Um, yeah, so rate, review, chat with us, <clears throat> whatever you want. Um, we have some pretty fun things coming up. Um, next week, though, guys, I will say, um, we're gonna drop 
a pre-recorded episode, not a Silver Flames episode, one, honestly, a book review episode next Sunday because Blakey and I are on Smutcation. So we're just going to read Smut and eat. (laughs) The Mysterious Benedict Society. There you go. What the I fuck know. is that? I have no idea. Dude, what that is. it was literally such like me and my sisters love this book. But yes, the Mysterious Benedict Society. What? It's about There's a show? Yep, on oh. Disney. All right then. It's really it was like it's so good. Yeah. So yes, it's one of those like kid books that I like to reread every so often. And then of course okay. I have a few other ones. I do that with is... the Percy Jackson books because I can read them so quickly and I just love them. I wasn't a big fan of. Did you guys ever do Charlie Boone? Was an, is another one that I'm getting from the library. Where, if anyone knows where those ones, are these books? Yeah, what is Charlie Boone? It's almost like it was kind of like the um, when it was like the it was kind of like the chaser for like Harry Potter to me when you had to wait in between the books. So it was similar to it, but it wasn't a chaser. I fucking love <gasps> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I literally a chaser is- of books what a yep. good one that i yep. love that we're using that moving forward i like that yep no it was literally like a chaser because i was like i have nothing to read so it was kind of like it was very similar almost similar premise honestly the character even kind of looked like harry potter so it was those were that was another book that i am getting from the library right now Anyway, but yeah, so next Sunday, not Silver Flames, but we did do a combined episode with Bookmates Pod, so good times there. Yeah, yeah. Um, So this week's uh, social media shout out, uh, for Insta, we have Miriam Wagers. Uh, One, she is always, she's just always just there, like she's always available to chat, she's fantastic, hilarious. She sent some dope fan art, and like, a lot of the times it's it's like art that she sees that then she's like, oh, this would be a perfect depiction of like, it's not like intentional fan art, but she makes like the best connections between like fan art and like what she imagines it to be I from like the that. books. Yeah. And she also is um, an avid Dreamlight Valley uh, player now. So we talk about that a lot. Too. Oh ah. my God. <laughs> I, Madison, um, you can't say anything. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, played, I haven't played Homescapes in two days. Are you okay? What? Is it down? No, it's not down. I've been reading. That's good. I need to. I. I. I need to read. I need to prioritize reading over playing today. I really do. Um. So then our Patreon shout out actually kind of leads into our like book club news. So our Patreon shout out is Chelsea Keehan. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. So fun fact for our October book club picks, uh, which are actually by the time this episode releases, they're up. Um. She gave us a suggestion, and now Mads is very picky and protective of her book club picks. Like she's very, very protective. She's so protective, and like Chelsea sent this wreck, and she's like, "Hey, like look at this. Like it's spooky. It'd be great for October book club." So like I sent it along to Mads, and Mads, you know, did her deep dive, and she was like, "Oh shit. Okay, okay. It's on the list." So Chelsea, thank you for that because even if it doesn't win, I'm probably gonna read it because it sounds delicious. I was like, okay, so like. I don't know. Some people have been following me from the beginning. I don't read a ton of just like straight MF romance anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll read it like on the side or if we have book club or something like that. Um, Or like if a friend wrote a book or whatever, like I'll read it then. But someone finally gave me a wreck that is like deliciously poly. And I'm all for that. Yo. So I was really happy. 
Yeah. So that will be on the list. Like what? Like I said, that list. Oh, by the time this episode drops, is already up. So don't worry. Um, and then we have our discussion of our September book club book tomorrow, uh, October 3rd, Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. We're talking The Magic of Discovery by uh, Britt Andrews. Uh, very excited to discuss. Love this book. Um, I can't wait to talk about it with Shannon, too, since she like really liked the series. So I'm I don't really know if Shannon's to- available. I thought she was. She could make it tomorrow, but not Sunday. That's why she voted the way she did. Oh, it? you're right. You're I- right. I you're right. So. Because she's um, in... She's in Toronto at a wedding yeah. because she's so cool and everyone loves her. Yes, exactly. That's that's what I uh that's the rundown I got. So, um yeah, that's that's all like this week. Uh we'll we'll have a Patreon bonus episode that'll drop on uh Wednesday and then like Mad said, we'll have a special episode dropping next Sunday. Um a very good book review episode. Um and other than that, just again, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. You know, every couple weeks we'll do one. Um, we do have the new Patreon tier, so you'll get uh, all our bonus episodes for two hours a month. So that'll include this coming week's episode. Um, and other than that, guys, we hope you have um, a great week, a really good start to spooky, spooky season, spooky month. Um, Has anybody yeah. watched the new Hocus Pocus? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I'm going to. I'm going to eventually. Ian doesn't want to watch it. He's, like, not intrigued. So I was like, oh, okay. You just have to... I don't know. My friends watched it last night, and they said it was really good. They enjoyed it. I'm very excited. Like, I'm, like, to me, this is a gift. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth because, like, it could be awful, and I'd still be excited because it's more Hocus Pocus. You know what I mean? Like, I love Hocus Pocus. I just, like, I'm in the, like, Disney... I hope they sing the song again. Oh, I'm sure they do. Well, that song, but also the song when she's like calling the children. Yeah, the, like, like come like, little creepy. children. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they do. My friends, my friends who've seen it said they liked it, so I kind of, I kind of trust I'm them. Excited. Anywho, good vibes Anyways, there. Yeah. yeah, good vibes there. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have watched, let us know. No spoilers, but let us know how you like Hocus Pocus too. Um, and with that, guys, as always, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.